with more of Sabres Live. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. I hope your birthday yesterday was fit for a king. Mm-hmm. Marty Baron, how was it? It was great. You know what I, we had for dinner is one of my all-time favorite meal is turkey cutlet with this prosciutto and sage stuffing. It's like a great Thanksgiving, like, but like there's gravy. It's so good. I could eat that stuffing. I could make like a full bowl of stuffing. It's corn muffin, prosciutto and sage with, with chicken stock or whatever. And uh-huh. I could just eat the stuffing, put in a big ball, like a yeah. meatball and just eat the stuffing. It's so good. I'm happy you had a great day, and we're talking Kings because L.A. is our team of the day. Sabres historically against the uh, West Coast outfit known as the Los Angeles Kings, 131 meetings, Buffalo 64, 48, and 19 all-time, including an impressive 38 wins at home where they've had some very, very, Marty, lopsided decisions. I, For whatever reason, I was just sitting there thinking, I'll bet you they've had mass, like a ton of massive high scoring games against LA at home. In fact, uh, 12 times they scored seven or more in home victories against Los Angeles. That's a pretty big number. And you were a part of one of them in particular where big Roman Chekmanic was at the other end in the Kings goal. Yeah, Roman Chikmanek was uh, known for playing for the Philadelphia Flyers, but was also an LA King. And we were playing at home on February the 13th, 2004. And if anybody was like, why did they have a lockout of 2004, 2005 and saying that low scoring was in effect? That game was not low scoring. It was an 8-3 win that we had at home. And it looked like everything that everybody touched went in the net. Obviously, I gave up three goals three goals, and got the win. It wasn't a great game for me. But you got Maxima Fenneganov scoring. You had Henrik Talinder scoring. You had Alex Kotelik scoring. And I remember this Chris Drury goal that we just showed on MSG. He got a nice pass. He came in and he just shot it. Five-hole and Chekmanic didn't even go down. He uh-huh. did the one half butterfly oh type thing. He was swimming outside of his crease. He threw his blocker at one point at a puck uh, because he couldn't get to it, and he threw his blocker back towards the puck. Like it was an absolute mess, but it was definitely a fun game. And this is the the year that it all came through together. Like we didn't make the playoff that year. There was a lockout the year after, but then it set it up for 0506. But we were close to getting in the playoffs. We had a good run in February and uh, March wasn't that great, but it was, wow, what a game. I remember that one. These checkmatic highlights are unreal. Now (laughs) it's totally unfair for Roman because as much as he, you know, couldn't get Philly over the hump in the playoffs, despite some, some good games. Um, The bulk of like his prime decade in the NHL, he was one of the top save percentage netminders in the league. And, uh, but then you see games like this and the forum was just, it could really get away from him. Let's put it that way. But it that's was like not a unlike- Ron Extall style for a while. Like how Ronnie Extall would come out and yes. challenge and yeah. and stay on his slightly. feet and lean yeah. like the tower, leaning tower of Pisa, like in yeah. net or whatever. But mm-hmm. I remember when I was with the Flyers, you talk about Roman Chikmanic quickly. There was a wall of achievement, right? Mm-hmm. First team all-star, big trophies, Stanley Cups or whatever. And Roman Chikmanic was a second team all-star with the Flyers the one season. Like, literally, he was the second-best goaltender in the NHL. He missed out on the Vesna Trophy. He was second in voting, second-team All-Star. Like, that's high achievement for a guy that people would think, 
was a terrible goalie. Watch highlights and you say, the guy's terrible. But he did have some significant uh, save percentages. And he took the league by storm when he came up. And then they got a book on him and it it was uh, downhill after that. Do you remember, though, when he appeared in the World Championships prior to his NHL arrival? He had those green and gold pads while playing for Czech. And he would come in sometimes in a shootout. He, I think he was the first guy I ever saw that Come was off brought the bench. in specifically for shootouts. He anyway, interesting remember when he legacy. His, remember when he was with the Flyers and in the playoffs against the Toronto Maple Leafs? Yeah, Robert Reichel. He, he lost his glove and he's trying to get his glove back and he's leaning down on the yeah. ice to grab his glove. Robert Reichel from the corner shot it over his head into the net. And by the I time Chick picked up his, <laughs> his, his glove and was ready, he's looking for the puck. He has no idea it's behind him. Oh my gosh. Well, we a little Kings digression there, but yes. I remember a very similar game in 2006 when one of my all-time favorite Sabres, Jochen Hesch, had his only NHL hat trick, part of a four-point game in a 10-1 win, Marty. Uh, he and Drury had uh, four points each. And yet another of these games in the butter knife jersey <laughs> where Buffalo excelled in front of the home fans. And, uh, you know, you look at, uh, again, who's who's in who's tending here? I didn't even check the highlights before. Oh, well, they've already flipped because the last goalie that we it saw. It was a different goaltender. Right yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who started the game on that one, but uh, they but, did have, uh, I believe, was it Michael Telquist there at some point too? He was, but I, yeah. Um, who would have been the right-handed catching goalie in LA Matthew Garon yeah probably Matthew Garon Matthew yeah, Garon that, probably yeah. was playing one of the kings there. of the shootouts speaking of uh Czech Monarch earlier Garon oh my gosh he had a 10 and 0 year one year in shootouts with LA it was absolutely how mind-blowing about, how about this six nothing win that the Sabres had against the Kings where it was zero zero uh after two periods Phoenix Copley Craig Anderson and this then year? this year and then Craig Anderson ends up in a six nothing win First shutout in nearly four years for Craig Anderson when he had that shutout against the King. And it was a tight 0-0 battle, and then it exploded in the third. It was, oh, it was great. Do you remember how it turned? Buffalo had a brief five-on-three. They won the face-off right to Tage in the slot, and he scored. And, and he scored right from the slot. Open. Yeah. yeah, I remember that it was weird because it wasn't really a set play, but it was some kind of a setup with mm-hmm. Tage in the slot. The puck came to him. He took a shot. Boom, it opened up, and then it was 6 nothing after that. So I didn't want to broach um, NHL stats and their research department in the offseason. I thought I would give them a little break. But how often do you think Adam Mayer and Matt Ellis scored in the same NHL game? I'm going to get to the bottom of this at some point, but they, believe it or not, Marty. I would I would say one time would be the absolute most I could bet. If, it, if the line was set at... At one at at a half a half time, I would bet the under, but I guess now I have to bet the over. Well, I don't know. I mean, my I might have stumbled on the only time it ever happened. Yes. We were uh, living in the Toronto area, had season tickets to the Sabers, and I was adamant that I was going to see Drew Doughty in his first year while coming into town playing with LA against the Sabers. It was December 19th, 2008. I was working at NHL Network at the time. So I had had a couple of days off. Yep. And I'm like, I'm going to this game regardless. Want to know how many hours it took me to get from Toronto to Buffalo in the midst of this snowstorm that I would be not be denied? Five hours. Five hours and more than three on the way home. All oh, to boy. see Buffalo win 5 nothing, And there was hardly anybody there. 
like <laughs> the, nobody could get to the game. Yeah. And um, it was a five nothing win. Mayor and Ellis both scored Ryan Miller, 40 saves and drew Dowdy a dash three in his first ever game <laughs> in Buffalo. So. You talk about defensemen um, and drew Dowdy has been a fantastic defenseman for the LA Kings. Rob Blake was a really good defenseman for the LA Kings for many years. And we're play- playing in LA one year and it has to be, I don't remember what year, but I'm, I'm backing up. I'm sitting on the bench and I'm backing up and Rob Blake is playing with the LA Kings and right next to the bench, right? There's a couple of ladies that are sitting right there. And Rob Blake, between like whistle, is saying hi and he's chatting with them and whatnot. And I'm like, dude, like, play the game. He goes, chill out, dude. It's my wife. (laughs) (laughs) So somehow his wife and another guy's wife or whatever were sitting right next to the visitor's bench. But it was right by the blue line. And Rob Blake being a right D, I believe it was a right D. Maybe he wasn't, but anyways, on the right side of that one, it was right by the bench. He's talking to these two girls. And I'm like, dude, how about you play the game? I'm trying to get under his skin. He goes, relax, dude. That's my wife. Just a <laughs> crushing hitter was Rob Blake back in the day. The high hips and just would take guys out oh. so hard. We showed the highlights earlier of your win, one of, against LA. You were 2-0 and lifetime against the Kings as a Sabre in three starts. Don Edwards, yeah. the most goaltender wins against LA. He had 10, Hashik 7, Miller 5, Linus Allmark again, a perfect 4 and 0 oh. against LA. And then my favorite stat line with uh uh double numbers. The great Gilbert Perot, number 11, mm-hmm. played 66 games against LA. He had 33 goals. 44 assists, 77 oh. points. <laughs> That's pretty so, good. So, yeah, right from the start, uh, I mean, it didn't seem to matter what the matchup was. Uh, Perot was going to be the consistent threat that he always was during his Hall of Fame career. Oh, yeah. All right, we'll take a quick timeout. We have a lot of birthdays on the heels of your birthday. We have a lot of birthdays to get to, so stay tuned for that. It's all ahead here on the Wednesday edition, Sabres Live, WGR Sports Radio 550 and MSG. 